Previously heard on Good Hope FM. We have Scudder and Benny in studio. Welcome, dude. Welcome to it. Good to have you here. Ooh, moving microphones still. <laughs> thanks, Ron. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Good it's, to be here. it's awesome to have you here. Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, it's time. I don't know. I, it's, I feel a little bit rough doing this first, and you know, straight off the bat. But um, in the corner there, we have a little scale. I saw. You spotted the scale? <laughs> yes. um, and I like to start this segment with uh, a weigh-in. So, Scudder, if you don't mind, we're going to guess how much you weigh whilst, whilst, whilst you step on that scale. Okay. I, I'm going to be the Auditor General. Okay, Jerry's going to, to okay. audit this and make sure that um, nothing like what happened on the Oscars happens yeah. tonight. Um, and make sure that everything is verified. Devin, what do you reckon? I'm going to go with 105. I say 108. I say 102. 102. Scudder and Tabani. Um, 98. N- Ovanya's in with 98. All right, Scudder's on the scale as he weighs in. We're keeping a bit of a leaderboard of our heavyweight champions. Uh, a weigh-in for Get Off the Bench. Um, <laughs> Please, who's he been lying to? What What are you... What is There's it? There's two sets of numbers on the scale. Okay, the bottom number, I okay, think. Okay, because yeah. I went to the top ones. I'm like, he's 224 kilograms. <laughs> Now the bottom number reads... 104? 104? Yeah. 105, baby. One, okay, you were real close. You were real close. Scudder, please, come, come on over. Take a seat again. That's that's the most embarrassing part of this. In fact, I don't even... Do, do you get embarrassed when it comes to taking your weight nowadays? It's so part of, you know, being no, an athlete. No, not at all. But the one lady on Twitter said she guessed 125. Yeah, she so. did. <laughs> She thought you were six foot nine. So, <laughs> sorry about that, Leah. You're you're a little out there. You're most certainly. And in. what is your what is your in season non injured weight? Probably I'll be ninety seven, ninety six. You get down as low as that, hey? Wow, it's oh, pretty incredible. I mean, you you are a you are a big boy though, so it's not surprising that you would weigh into the hundreds. Does, did, 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 do you feel clunky though? I mean, do mm, you? Yeah, last season I was one. One or six at one stage. Oh, really? You can definitely feel the difference. The difference. Yeah, so um, this season, when I started playing, I weighed about 97, 98. That was my fighting weight. Um, so I'm trying to get back to that. Fighting weight, fighting, fighting fitness. Weight, fighting and, and, you're, and you're using a variety of techniques to get back to that fighting fitness. I believe you box at the same gym that Devin boxes at. Except I'm in there at 6 a.m. He's in there at 9. <laughs> putting, him exactly. putting him to shame. Exactly. Putting him to shame. I need to get in a 6 a.m. is where all the legends hang out. tomorrow at 6 Nice. <laughs> make up for that. Um, yeah, and make sure that Devin tweets it, all right, so yeah. that you can win some. some. Yeah, me in the empty gym. No scurra. <laughs> It's I'll 6.05. I might, be, I might be watching you, but I'll be there. <laughs> uh, get off the bench. What we like to do is invite uh, athletes into studio to inspire you at home, whether you're struggling through a little bit of uh, fitness goals or maybe it's business goals or just finding out the little bit more human side to these guys that we see putting in the hours. Or maybe we don't even see. We don't see the hours that you put in to achieve what you are achieving. And Scott, if we go back a little bit further, uh, w- where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in a small town in the Eastern Cape. King Williamstown mm. and uh, yeah I went to Dell College and I think yeah that's where my love for rugby started and yeah a couple of years later obviously there's a lot that happened in between but yeah now I'm in Cape Town what age were you when you started playing well I started at Dell Junior so I was seven years old oh geez so straight off the bat eh? yeah, yeah, yeah off the bench 
Um, you got off the bench at the, the age of seven. Nicely seven. done. <laughs> and were you an A-teamer your whole life kind of thing? Or were you kind of creeping around the BCs and then one day you suddenly grew out or whatever and they were like, wow, this guy's suddenly huge. Sticking no, in the no, first no. team. How did that happen? I, I, I was I was A-team, A-team. but uh, Oh, so you were always an overachiever. You were always no, no, picked. No. <laughs> you were never left on the bench. I was left in cricket though. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, used to, I used to be a wing. And what? Then, yeah. Where did it all go wrong? Gatsby's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I, I didn't grow much. The after. boy developed a love for the tuck shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, then I slowly moved eight man flank. Lower numbers. Slowly, lower slowly, numbers. Slowly. Slower into the slowly. center. From the double digits to the singles. <laughs> was it was it a systematically losing speed or was it just bulking up and gaining size? I mean, is there still speed behind behind you there? This guy's quick. Yeah. People say I'm quick, but I, you don't feel I, it. I don't feel it, no. Well, maybe it's because you're almost impossible to put on the floor, and that's another thing about his game. A hallmark <laughs> right. of his game is that he's not easy to take down. The guy fights off tackles whenever he's taking those bullocking runs, and it's an absolute joy to watch. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Is your family athletic, Scott? No, not at all. Definitely not. My brother is a bit, mm. and my sister's not. She's a journalist. My brother played a bit of rugby after school, and now he's an auditor. Ah, but no, dad, parents, cousins, nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, your brother's pushing numbers and your sister's chasing down stories. So there's a little right, bit of athleticism exactly. in there. <laughs> you got to look at it with a silver lining. You got to find it if you want it. And then after high school, where did you kind of progress to in terms of club or did you get signed straight into a union straight out of high school? So, like I said, grade t- end of grade 10, I went to Joburg. I went to King Edwards. A uh, very good close teacher of mine um, was moved up there. So I, I went up with him. And then I got a, after Craven Week, that period, SA Schools, you, I got a contract from the Stormers, Western Province. Nice. So I was in Stellenbosch for a year. Mm. I had to get out of there. Oh, did you play for, did you play at Marty's? Um, not to, or was well, it more at the high performance well, centre? in the 19 Western Province, okay. we played as uh, Marty's third team. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we saw you on the telly last night at that Varsity Cup game. You were in the crowd. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because in the league, um, during that period, the under-19s, the Curry Cup hasn't started, obviously. Um, The Curry Cup started, I think, in June or August or something like that. Mm. And we'd play league or Marty's in the the meantime. And you are how old now? 26 now. And you made your debut for Western Province at what age? For the full first team? 20. Wow, so sure. you've got six yeah. years of experience sure. behind yeah. you at the moment. Yes. That's quite that's quite a long way. Mm, yes. And you're expecting to play like well into your 30s, so you've got a hell of a long career that you still got to put out at least another six or seven years at the top. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. yeah. I look a bit older with the grey hair, but <laughs> I am 26. It's more at the top than the sides. Highlights. highlights. He's got frosted tips. Yes, besides, and besides his, his style of play, which is tenacious, you've always had a tenacious hairstyle. Has that always been the go-to hairstyle for you? No, I think it just started growing and then... You got lazy. Got, yeah. <laughs> Guys, yeah. there's nothing in. lazy about dreads. This takes maintenance. Well, there's not much maintenance going on right now. Dreads. I think it's from showering and then... Just rubbing just it. Just rubbing it out. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I never actually went to like a 
Hey guy, whatever. Yeah, because uh, I suppose what Taz Fazani won the competition for who yeah, had yeah. the most absorbent <laughs> dreadlocks on the side. Uh, listen, Scott and Tabeni is in the studio with us. If you've got any questions or if you'd like to share a moment of yours that is uh, indelible in your memory in terms of his playing style, by all means, 089-209-497. It's Get Off the Bench this afternoon. We'll uh, catch up more and, and pick up on some pearls of wisdom from Scott after these. Scott and Tabeni is in the studio with us this evening and it's good to have him here as well. Uh, and we're chatting we're just waxing lyrically off air for a second i didn't get to ask you this uh, how did scudder come about actually came from my clan name mm. yeah and then growing up in dale um my clan name is actually Traha, mm-hmm. and my dad everyone knows him there and everyone calls him by that but uh growing up in a model c school the white boys couldn't say yeah, that they couldn't, they couldn't do it they couldn't I, do it yeah. and mm. it slowly evolved just the game scada instead yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuck with it stuck with me now scar <laughs> you currently dealing with adversity yourself a ruptured achilles yes the hardest bit of pain you've ever faced in your life no doubt definitely yeah yeah like we were speaking um earlier yeah, when I at first it wasn't that bad. I didn't feel much. I thought maybe someone kicked me, or because I've torn this calf a few times. <laughs> so at the time I thought, ah, it's, it's all right. Maybe you know I'll be out for a month or something. But then when, like what I said, when the doctor looked at, when the physio looked at the doc and said, no, not good, I knew my Achilles had gone. So this is all about the comeback for you, um, and you hoping to be fit and ready to go for the continuation of our se- our season at a what stage of the year? Well, I'm I'm looking at um, I've got about seven weeks when we look at how I'm doing, and which is quite positive because I mean another another player ruptured his and he can't, he started running after nine months. Okay, I'm five months and I've been running for a month, so you know I started running at four months, which is that's good. A little unheard of. Positive, yeah, yeah. yeah it's quite like a, it's good um, news for Stormers fans. You're back in action. You're back in the gym. You're back training. You're just waiting for an all clear from a doctor. Yes, yeah. So now I'm slowly starting. With, I've been running now for a month, doing now a lot of plyometrics, you know, uh, SAQ, and now I want to start scrumming and see how I feel. I've done a bit with the sled, but didn't react too well. Um, so we don't want to jump the gun now. Okay. So I'm taking a step mm-hmm. back. Uh, this segment is all very much about getting off the bench, whether you're a first time and you're kind of still working your way into that A-team squad or in a mm-hmm. situation like this where you're working yourself back in, into the game. You've obviously ex- uh, faced many obstacles to get to the point that you're at and, and having represented the, the teams that you have. Is there a mental mindset that you find yourself going to to get yourself there? I mean, over the obstacles, how do you get yourself back? How do you get yourself off the bench and back into the field, back into the gym, back into that that swing of things? Well, I think I've been very lucky. Um, I've always had a good support base, you know, my missus, um, family, um, you know, I think... You know, with with the, with the Achilles, you, you sometimes don't come back from it. Mm. You know, John Smith came back after two years. You know, and just the support I, I've gotten, like I've, I've coach I coach a, a team here in Greenpoint called Connect, kids from Kailicha, and they like you know the, the the morning after I was like, you know maybe you know maybe this is the end maybe, and then you get like videos from these little kids like we miss you, we can't wait for you to come back to training, mm. and then that like sort of you think yes. Yeah. You bump into people, you know, wherever you go, and these guys are like, we can't wait for you to get back. And then you're like, you sort of like, yes, and now I'm excited, you know, I can't really give up. But then you go through these ups and downs, you know, mm. you get in the gym, you see everyone running and playing and like 
watching the game on Saturday was, was quite tough. But then, you know, you, you come back on the Monday and then the doc says, good news, you two months ahead, six months. Awesome. You know, then you feel good again. You yeah. get excited, yeah. you know. You're losing weight, you're doing, you know, you're boxing. You're losing weight, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so, you know, all these little positives just keep me going. And Robbie Flake, if you're listening, he is losing <laughs> weight as we speak. <laughs> Uh, no, so most certainly motivation from fans, motivation from family, motivation from others outside factors. Do you find that you have to dig real deep in your own being to to keep on going? Definitely. I mean, well, you, you know, when you, when the doctor tells you that you know you might not play, you know, you, you obviously, you know, it's a big shock. Mm. Did he prepare you with that kind of a speech while he was chatting to you for the first time after this injury? No, he didn't. Actually, after the op, he said it went very well. Um, okay. It was a good tear, good rupture. Okay. It was a good rupture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want said, your ruptures to go one way, this is the way you want model them to rupture go. right here. <laughs> yeah, so you know that was a good news, and there was an article or two about you know maybe I won't play again, but those weren't people who knew what was happening. Sure, mm. yeah. I got, Speculative. I got my advice came from people who knew what they were doing. And that experience. So you speak about people that are motivating you. Uh, for someone listening right now, someone that's in grade eight, that's still sitting on the B team and wants to move up to the A team, or has uh, high hopes on representing their province or representing their country, that they're just they're just not quite there. What would you say to that youngster to to keep his head down and to keep on focusing on those dreams? Yeah, I think um, a lot of mistakes as a youngster you make is. And parents make the same mistakes, you know, they put their kids and they put themselves under so much pressure. You know, you look at everyone um, doing well at what they're doing, they're enjoying it. And I think, you know, if you enjoy something, you're always going to put 100%. Yeah. You know, a lot of you, you watch, you go watch a school game and you see these kids jumping and shouting at refs and, you know. And at the end of the day, the kids are playing the sport because they enjoy it and, you know, it doesn't help. So I'd say, you know, the kids should really enjoy. I never thought I'd. I'd play for the Stormers or, you know, I'd do anything. But I just enjoyed it. And then after a while, I was like, wow, you know, this could get somewhere. So I think if you if you really enjoy anything you, you, you in life, I think you'll always put 100% behind it. So, yeah, just go out there, enjoy it, have fun, make friends. Um, yeah, because, you know, especially those days in school are the, the best days. <laughs> Your life, you know. Afterwards, you pay tax and taxes. Yeah, yeah, it gets rough. <laughs> it's hard but, to adult. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> Dropping truth bombs this afternoon. But what you've just said—that's exactly how you play your game with freedom, with fun. You never—you look like the least pressurized person on that entire team because <laughs> you're always doing that. You're always smiling whenever yeah. you play, and it's an absolute joy to watch. And that's why you're such a fan favorite, especially here in Cape Town. And that's why everyone comes up to you and offers yeah. you their support because you're that kind of guy they're sort of drawn to you as like wow this is a free running hooking player who <laughs> is just ready for a role every single time but he always wears a smile on his face there and it that's is the amazing yeah. thing about <laughs> there's that smile now there's that smile never mind the graying just yeah. keep on give him smiling. a chance on the wing <laughs> maybe he'll take you back to your school days <laughs> yeah. we, we could test out the ankle on the on yeah. the wing first and see how you go against Chesler. <laughs> if I was white you'd see me blushing <laughs> <laughs> Scott and Devaney ladies and gentlemen get off the bench there you go Go. Pearls of wisdom, loads of motivation and and sterling advice coming from the man. Thank you so much for your time. It's really cool to have you in studio. And we wish you all the best with your recovery. We really do. Thanks a lot, guys. Really enjoy it. Enjoyed it. And hope to see you guys soon. 6 a.m. tomorrow, yeah? yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Now.